Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet. I'm here today in studio with two ladies you know very well, Wendy and Deborah. Wendy and Deborah, welcome to the studio. It's great to be back, Patrice. Yes. It's exciting to be here for today, Patrice. What a great topic. Since you guys have had thick of breath, uh, you guys have abandoned me. <laughs> well, you'll have to come take a breath with us, you know? I do. I do. I do. I do. Well, we have a special guest today, uh, Wendy and Deborah here in studio, because we're talking about the relaunch of biblical entrepreneurship in Haiti. And we have with us today, Pastor Genty. Pastor Genty is a senior pastor of a local church in Haiti. Uh, he's, um, he's also, Pastor you are also you also teach in a theology school, is that correct? Yes, I've been a professor at uh, STEP Seminary, Seminaire de Théologie Évangélique de Port-au-Prince, for the last 30 years. And so you're going to hear a bit about him. We are so excited um, for Pastor Genty because we've been really, uh, if you will, kind of checking him out. For We've known you for, what, three, four years? I think it was uh, 2018. 2018. And, uh, and we were kind of excited about the possibility back then. It's taken a while to, for it to manifest itself. And, uh, and here it is. Uh, it, it's, it's here. So we're going to talk about the relaunch of Biblical Entrepreneur Haiti. Now, for those who are not aware, so several years ago, we launched Biblical Entrepreneurship in the nation of Haiti. Gina, my wife, is Haiti. As a matter of fact, I think, Deborah, you were part of that launch trip, if I can remember. Well, actually, Patrice, it happened. I just looked it up 2014. 2014. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't part of the launch trip, but I was part of it next year, the very first trip where we did the training in 2015. That's right. So so 2014, and now today we are 2021. I mean, that's seven, that's, Lord, that's seven years. And here we are. Pastor, as you know, seven, the number of completion, right? So I believe that the Lord, uh, this is it. So we talk with Wendy Klein. Wendy, of course, you guys know, is the, is the regional director of um, of North America with Haiti for, falling within her region. And so she's here to kind of talk about this launch. So, uh, Wendy, I'm going to get to Deborah and talk about the history a little bit, but you must be pretty excited. Actually, Patrice, I'm, I'm even more than excited, if you will, because um, having someone um, like Pastor Jonti, who has stepped up to really serve, you know, the community and bring this program back to, to life in a way that we're going to have a bigger impact. So I am I am super excited. I, I love working with Pastor Jonti and his vision for the community and um, let me tell you, we're gonna we're gonna get things done. Awesome, uh, Wendy. So that people can get a sense. So uh, within North America, the region you lead, what countries are within it? So I oversee all of the U.S., Canada, and Haiti. Okay. Um, Talk to us a bit about what's happening right now within the region and kind of what's 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 coming up in, in the this year. So in, um, in North America, we have programs that are launching in three different languages. So we have um, a center that will be opening up in Seattle that will focus on serving the French community. We have one in Orlando that is going to be focusing in serving our Spanish community within the U.S. 
And um, we have a trainer and coach in Canada that is uh, working to building programs there as well. And now we will be launching in Haiti and have our first aid community center there. So our programs are really focusing on, you know, building community within in my region through our life groups and connect. You know, I, I really believe that for the real change to happen, we have to link arms as a community. And it, it wasn't an accident that we have the e-community, right? The entrepreneurship community. So really just to continue to do that and link arms as Christian entrepreneurs to bring God back into the marketplace and, and do business. Awesome. That's Genty. So uh, you're new to, to the full system, but you're not new to Nehemiah Project. You, you first connected with uh, Nehemiah. Uh, you hosted, I believe, a BE program in Haiti several years ago. Am I right? Yes, uh, we were invited, uh, and I, when I say we, the Bonavas Christian Leadership Center that I've been leading for the last 15 years, uh, we have uh, an experience in organizing events, uh, even large events. And so we were approached by uh, a mutual friend and they, we were asked to uh, organize this so that uh, this uh, a new group of people could, uh, could uh, finish in time and do the do the international uh, competition. And so we were able to do the BE1 and we did BE2 and uh, we did uh, BE3 and uh, we hosted the, the, uh, the national competition in just in time for one of our representatives to go uh, to the to the international competition, so uh, it was uh, it was intense. Uh, we had to to be uh, doing everything so that we don't miss a beat, and the Lord was with us, and so we were able to complete this. Awesome! And I remember getting the feedback, and what we what I liked from what I've heard was you had a sense of discipline, follow through. There was just something distinct and unique about you and your leadership. And I think the person that ended up being selected by you guys, I think ended up winning, I'm not sure. Deborah, did they end up, how far did they go? Wow, well, Patrice, I'm glad you asked because I, I wanted to look this up. Haiti um, took the International Business Plan Competition in 2017 with Rosella St. V. And you might remember that small woman that packed a lot of power in her presentation and she just knocked the socks off of everybody. And then in 2018, I hope I say this name correctly, uh, Gerdine um, Dure, yes. Dure, thank you, um, uh, came and competed, uh, represented Nehemiah, or represented Haiti at the international competition. And in 2019, Pastor Tilsoma came and presented. And, you know, again, these three powerful people really showed the, um, the impact of the program in Haiti. Um, all of our uh, observers and audience members were just overwhelmed. Pastor Tilsoma went home, I believe it was with second place um, at that competition. So the, the, the training there has been excellent and follow through by uh, all the trainers. And that really started with Pastor Tammy and, and Monique um, Guillaume. Let's talk about the history. So what's interesting when Haiti first won, almost everybody, a lot of people cried at the... Oh. At, at the, it was very emotional because of the backdrop of the struggle 
that Haiti had come through. So uh, all of us remember uh, the hurricane, the, the earthquake in Haiti, right? We launched sometimes after the earthquake, right? So Deborah, you were part of that process with Tammy. So talk a bit about, about kind of what you remember back then as the program in Haiti was being launched post-earthquake, Tammy's involvement and so and so on, and kind of what happened as this thing was being initiated back then. Well, Pastor Tammy Furman had attended one of our events and she'd had a heart for a business in Haiti, but she led a number of missions through her church. And she's um, when she came, she connected with us and so that there was, you know, uh, opportunity in Haiti for us to hold programs. And she could see the, the benefit for the people there to go be a part of it. And so in 2014, there was a group, uh, several people from the Nehemiah team that went along with you, as well as uh, Pastor Tammy, Nancy Russell, a few other people that went along on this trip to really determine um, if was this a viable program. And if I recall correctly, I think that's where you met Pastor Ebed, either prior to going or on that trip, and determined that this was a leader that could rally churches, rally the local community and people together. And during that time, um, uh, as we planned for the next step, which happened in March of 2015, which happened to be my very first international trip for Nehemiah Project and, and went uh, with the team there, we um, had classes both in, uh, all the way from Port-au-Prince through Pion all the way up to Capation. And it was exciting to see the people really respond to these classes and the opportunity. They were hungry to learn how they could run kingdom businesses. And that year we ran a couple, we had a couple of trips that went through that. And then um, uh, we went through a time where Pastor Ebed had to move, um, had to move, had to release his uh, uh, leadership on the program. And we went for a little bit of time without uh, a definite leader. But Pastor Tammy um, came back around. She has such a heart for Haiti and the Haitian people, um, along with Monique Guillaume, which was one of our students. And they began to lead classes and, um, and ensure that we had um, the program was still viable. And, th and those two ladies worked really hard to ensure that students were served, that they were getting the coaching, mentoring, that they needed, but it, you know, it's difficult long distance to do that. And when, um, and, and then when they found uh, past, when they found Pastor Shanti here, hold the classes, as you said, we thought that would certainly be uh, the, the place for us to um, kind of anchor our, our programs with. So it's exciting to see, um, you know, we had a little bit of a drop now because of COVID in 2020, but you know, with Wendy's leadership, we're roaring back, coming alongside Pastor Shanti's been to all of our classes and getting prepared. I can't wait, cannot wait to see what he's going to be able to bring and how we're going to be able to serve the people of that great nation. Wow. Thank you. So Pastor Shanti, you're, you're coming to a situation where there have been such a, a yearning for leadership into in a program that has demonstrated such potential in your country, uh, but at the same time um, has really had a hard time kind of making that full lift, though you've had a lot of potential entrepreneurs. So but what makes you believe, Pastor Gentile, that 
uh, that this that you can make it go at this. I mean, that's very courageous. You're not you're a busy man already. So what drew you to this in terms of being willing to take this, take a shot at this? Well, I'm grateful for this uh, opportunity to be uh, part of uh, this biblical entrepreneurship. Uh, first, I would say that there is this uh, this drive, this passion for for the uh, the church community to be part of a solution to a very deep problem. Now, whenever you talk about Haiti, they, they don't mention how we have uh, beautiful mountains. Uh, the ocean is beautiful. I was uh, at the beach this this weekend and uh, and all that. So the people don't mention that. They, they look at the poverty and the trash and all that. So And this is part of our reality, and uh, we cannot escape from it. But... Um, it is something that uh, as children of God, we need to, to bring our own testimony and witness to that. And so uh, one of my drive is that how can how could the church be part of the solution to create thousands of jobs and to create wealth in this community, in this, in this country? And I believe that we have uh, some assets as, as Christians. There is the element of trust that is so missing, sorely missing in, in the non-Christian community. Uh, there is uh, the idea of leadership that we have grown used to uh, in the church where people go to to be responsible and all that. So if we can bring all of those things together with knowledge on how to do business correctly, I believe that we can do uh, something beautiful uh, in, this, in this country. And then um, also I come with... Uh, experience with about 15 years of doing major events uh, and training so uh, we we were part of uh, another ministry uh, that we're still going to be offering training in that is leadership through the John Maxwell equip uh, group and we've trained uh, hundreds of people that have trained all the others so last I counted we had over 10,000 people who have trained around the country and still counting and then uh, we're also uh, happy that we have a team that uh, is uh, been doing work with us and they are happy to work with us. We have a team of volunteers uh, that have been uh, with us for many years. And so all of this uh, contribute to making uh, this uh, initiative a little better. Uh, at the same time, uh, we come with the technology uh, of using Zoom that we will reach more people than in person uh, the way we we're doing it before. So all of this, I think, uh, could make it a better opportunity. So uh, we are um, looking to the Lord and also inviting people to consider uh, getting involved in training for uh, entrepreneurship and encourage others and even sponsor others to be trained in entrepreneurship so that uh, in churches primarily and as they go out of the churches as business people, they will be creating jobs and creating wealth so that we change the trajectory in the narrative about Haiti. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor Genty, so, so far in your experience, what is it about biblical entrepreneurship and in my project that you have found to be um, to be kind of a, a, a resource that can be helpful for Haiti and for Haitians? Well, one other thing and, uh, is that it is available in French. 
so this is uh, this is a, a good thing uh and then maybe it has something to do with patrice or maybe his wife uh, being from haiti <laughs> <laughs> but um and uh we so that's that's a, a leg up that we have with this training and then it's very comprehensive i mean it goes uh through all of this and it uh, ties and try to integrate biblical principles that are dear to us, uh, to Christians, and you also when you're looking at like 50%, 80% of the population who are connected and inspired by the Bible, and if we, they can see how this works. For example, I've been I've used uh, one lesson in my uh, my course at uh, at the seminary, the theology of business, and uh, most of my students as well. When where, when can we register? We want to get more of this. So uh, there is this interest in uh, in the material, and then uh, also uh, as we're talking about business, uh, I've been told, and uh, we need to see this. I know that the people who went through the Nehemiah they got that funding, but we want to see people access capital so that they can go on with uh, uh, their entrepreneurship uh, projects. Oh, awesome. My wife Gina, actually, who's actually uh, was born in Haiti. So the Haiti, the Haiti program relaunch is an incredible answer to prayer. As I train and expand internationally, I recall praying for the Lord to rise, to raise up a partner through which we can bring the program to my native land, Haiti. The Lord has brought us such a leader as Pastor Genti. He is God. He's a God who answers prayers. Praise him. I do remember when the when the earthquake happened, uh, we were highly discouraged, but you know, we began to pray. And we knew that Nehemiah Project is not a recovery organization. We're not, we're not a rescue organization. We're not even a disaster relief organization. Uh, we are a business development organization. And so we had to wait our time and the time came. And so, and so here it is. Uh, Wendy, what is it about Pastor Gentry that have made you have the confidence that he's the leader uh, for this kind of work? Well, I'm going to have to second Gina on that as an answer to the prayer. When I stepped into the role as the regional director, my prayer was to have someone on the ground in Haiti who had the vision and could do the work, right? And, and had, had the drive to do that. And the one thing that no matter what I've asked Pastor Jeanti in all of the conversations, he's like, we'll make it happen. Let's get that done. I was like, okay, I need you to take trainer certification. And then a week later, I want you to take coach certification all at the same time as learning all of our processes and opening a center and all that you're doing. And he has just continually stepped into that leadership role. And I, and, and that is an answer to a prayer, you know, someone who is um, not afraid to uh, step into that, because I think that that's one of the things that we we need in our center directors, because we are forging new new ground. We are taking new ground are taking the ground back for the Lord. So um, I really feel that that's great. He also, um, you know, being a leader in his church. Um, I think that's going to be a big benefit in his community and he's respected in his community. But ultimately, I think we, we have the same vision, right? We want to see Haiti and its people impacted and to be free of the bondage that they are put in 
and and be able to flourish. And I think that uh, I, I know that uh, Deborah feels the same way. We've had many conversations about that. Um, she's listened to me cry <laughs> and pray <laughs> about bringing someone uh, in who can fulfill this role. I think too, Patrice, having someone um, full time in Haiti, Tammy was amazing. Um, but a lot of the challenge that we have because of the threat level, I can't send a lot of people into Haiti from the US because of that. So I knew that I needed strong people within the community to do that. And I believe that uh, God did answer that prayer and we are going to be seeing change. And I believe it's going to see change uh, for Haiti. Uh, it was interesting, I was speaking to a, a doctor today. I had no idea she was from Haiti. Her husband was from Haiti. I explained, I said, I really need to get through this doctor's appointment. I have a podcast to get to. And she's, she asked what it was. And as soon as I told her what we were doing, um, she was, she, she got tears in her eyes and was just uh, so moved to know that uh, we are, are doing this and that uh, we have someone, uh, the caliber of Pastor Jaunty doing that, you know, that's also the part here in the U.S. because uh, I spoke at the, the Haitian uh, Chamber of Commerce last week. Um, and there's a large Haitian community here in Florida. And to be able to, again, bridge that gap and be able to serve, um, because I believe Pastor Jaunty's programs are not just going to stay in Haiti. He is going to be able to serve Haitian communities even within the U.S. and and that um, and that's the impact that, that the Lord is is going to have on on this area. Amen. That uh, you and I early we saw something that was unique about Pastor Gentile. We felt early that this could be the guy. Obviously, we didn't want to push it because we also recognized that at that moment that we needed Tammy and. Uh, Monique. And, and Monique, they kind of, they had to be the one. What was it about Pashenti on your side that you that you felt, and even as you now got to know him better, that he's the right guy? Well, you know, we have a lot of, we have people that want to join us and uh, that are uh, excited about our programs and what they can bring. And oftentimes they come with a mission mindset and really, um, in order for this program to work, um, our e-community centers to work, we need to have that heart of a pastor, the heart of a shepherd, but they have to have the mindset as well of a business leader that can lead people, lead through good business practices that demonstrates our programs work, <laughs> that they are using, that they become uh, profitable and sustainable. And I saw uh, that Pastor, as I researched Pastor Janti early on, this website, you know, the Barnabas Center being um, in, in operation for many years, um, his associations that he's had with Maxwell and others, that he has that business sense, that leadership sense that others will want to follow. And I think that is really important. We need examples of people in the marketplace that are following um, the principles that we that we lay out in our programs, they're following, and that they're 
preparing those who were behind them to do the same thing. That is what I saw as I got to know Pastor Janti. I felt that this was a man of integrity that others could look up to as an example. And oftentimes we know in emerging marketplaces that having that person who they can emulate and follow is so important to have. Wow. Pastor Genti, that's incredible. You know, I asked you once, I said, you know, quality leaders like yourself have options, right? They can go to the U.S., come to the U.S., they can, they don't have to stay in Haiti. But your wife and you have chosen to stay in Haiti. Um, why? Well, thank you for all those uh, words of affirmation, uh, Wendy and Deborah. I'm humbled. Uh, was good uh, anyway. But uh, for us to stay in Haiti is, uh, I would say, it, it's our love for the country and that the Lord has put in us and, and uh, in me and in my wife Dominique, and she's uh, uh, been supporting me. Actually, we started the Barnabas Center together. Uh, she's uh, very good in organizing. Actually, yesterday we had another uh, kind of uh, uh, meeting, uh, reporting on, on the activities for the anniversary of our church. And uh, I mean, she is very organized and very keen into the finance part of, of things. Um, I am, so it's because of her loyalty to me and I guess my love for the country that I got from my, my father and my mother uh, and um, that we are here. Of course, I like to travel uh, and I like to go other places but um, we are here and uh, also we, I consider myself to be a soldier of the Lord. And uh, when we are soldiers, we follow orders. And, uh, and so if he says, I mean, you jump, then we'll just say oh, how high. But until then, uh, we are here and we are serving. Uh, as I said, we've been 30 years in the Step Seminary. Uh, this is our 11th year at our church here and now 15 years in, at Barnabas. So, uh, we we find that we have a, a ministry to do we have an impact to do we have people to disciple and uh, we are taking this opportunity and also uh and i should add that the lord has blessed us to con to be able to continue because uh some people are not able to stay any longer um either because their businesses uh have uh shut down um uh, and or they've been uh, through difficult times we are hearing stories of people being kidnapped we are hearing stories of people uh losing their businesses so uh we've been spared from this and we've been able to uh continue in ministry here so uh, we are thankful for that and this is part of the blessing to be able to continue so this uh, East Center is kind of the next season in our uh, work here. And we are hoping that this will open doors uh, for people to uh, be able to, to be trained, but also for our staff uh, at the Bonobas Center to be able to uh, continue uh, being employed and uh, being able to serve uh, others. So we have a, a good team here uh, and uh, and so we're looking forward to see how we're going to to prosper in this next season. 
Wow, that is incredible. Let, let me have you hear a bit about Pastor Genti and, and, and his pedigree uh, and the profile of, uh, by the way, Pastor Genti, I, I look forward to meeting your wife and uh, just, you know, just, I love how you described her. Uh, she's not only uh, beautiful, uh, but uh, Miss Dominique is also very smart and bright in that so she's the the she has the money brain in the family that that is in, in administration that's an interesting combination so i want you to hear this guys because it's it's all about leadership um and so pastor genti a graduate of dallas theological seminary the last i checked they produce quality people um several organizations that he's helped to lead start and be a part of of course, the Christian Education and Theology Step Seminary for over 25 years. Um, you also served as a missionary in Africa. Yes. That's incredible. What country in Africa? We were in DRC in the Northeast. Uh, oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, and uh, we could give a shout out for them, and they are in the middle of uh, some turmoil again. Uh, I was hearing that a colonel was shot in that area of Nyankunde. So, uh, wow. So, I mean, you know, the mission, he's a senior pastor of what's the church called, uh, Pastor Genti? It's called Eglise Baptiste Beret at uh, Delma 43 in Port au Prince, Haiti. Wow. And, and of course, uh, the, the uh, Barnabas uh, Christian Leadership Center, which you founded. That, that is something you and your wife founded both. Incredible. You also work with Compassion as well, right? Serve with them for a while? Well, I did, yes. Uh, on our return from Africa, I was uh, invited to be uh, the counselor or advisor uh, for their new uh, leadership development program for young people who are completing the, the sponsorship program and going into the university. So uh, I, uh, I served uh, a couple of years uh, with them. And uh, actually one of my colleagues right now is uh, one of those former students uh, whom I, I mentored in, in that group. So it was a good experience. And then uh, now I'm not uh, with uh, compassion, uh, but my wife is so she's she's completed uh, the twenty years with compassion now. Wow, you know um, something about a man who has this kind of vast of experience um, and and uh, training, and now the Economic Center now biblical. Officer. So you've kind of done leadership, you've done mission, you've done theology, you've done church discipleship, now entrepreneurship. So tell us a bit about the difference between this new assignment, Pastor Genty, and what you've done historically. What's the difference and what's gonna be your greatest challenges and opportunity? Well, one of the big, big difference is non-profit and for-profit. Uh, entrepreneurs uh, are in it for the profit, which is a good thing that we need to make uh, make peace with, that, that it is all right for people to be making money uh, as as a profit. So uh, this is this is a change uh, of difference between those, those two uh, areas, like what I've done so far and what I'm doing uh, with Nehemiah. Uh, it's... Uh, 
but also it's there it's, it's very common i mean leadership is, is part of of what we we are doing uh and there is a there's a strong part of leadership in to make a business uh successful and uh and so uh, I think this is going to be uh, a good combination for that. Uh, another thing is, well, I, I've been in church uh, work uh, basically all my life. And, uh, and this I like to tie it with, with church also. This is a way for us to, be, uh, to bring that witness in the marketplace uh and and to to make peace with uh what the lord has given us and the uh, stewardship that we have for over resources and that uh if we do it right we can take care of our own families and then uh, have a margin to be able to help others who are in a difficult situation right now and eventually that we will have a lot of people getting out of poverty because of uh, entrepreneurs who are creating jobs all over the country. Wow, I love it. So, so with that, let's kind of talk about the need. So, President as people are watching and listening, let's talk about um, what's the pain, what's the hurt uh, that, that needs to be healed as this goes on. You know, what problem is this kind of going to resolve? If Describe it about the state of Haiti, particularly with COVID-19. And, and I want to hear from you as well, Wendy, in terms of what what hurt are you guys trying to heal here? As our viewers are watching and listening, so some of them in their mind, they're thinking, but when Haiti settled after the 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 the, um, the the earthquake with all that money that got pumped into Haiti? So what's the hurt that needs to be healed in Haiti? Why do you think this e-community center, biblical entrepreneurship, can 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 come alongside and be a resource too. Okay. Well, one thing that we need to clarify is that there were not that much money that was pumped into Haiti after the earthquake. <laughs> That's one thing. And and uh, with uh, a lot of uh, humanitarian aids, uh, almost ten uh, on every uh, do ten dollars or nine dollars go back to the donors. So uh, uh, there's not much to be to be seen about. Now, Let's talk about a little bit. Before we get to that, you bring a good point. So let's, I was gonna to go to that next, but let's deal with, what are some of the misnomer? Cause, cause there is a perception that at least from those of America that a lot of money get pumped into Haiti, but change does not happen. Could you help us understand what don't we understand or, and what, what is the problem? Um, well, aid is good. Uh, when people are hurting, like if you if there's a hurricane and uh, and people are they don't have the house, the house is gone. Uh, there is shortage of water. It's a good thing for people to come and bring water to bring a tin roof for them to survive. But this is not going to happen. Let me show you one one way that the earthquake kind of hit me. Uh, a little bit personally. Thank God my house was destroyed. Uh, we did not really lose people. Well, I have one cousin who died that I know, uh, but I was spared. But there was one, hosp uh, one hospital uh, that I had opportunity to go there once or twice for, for an exam. 
and it was a beautiful new building, uh, a new project. And I was joked that people would want to get sick in order to get to that hospital. Um, earthquake happened, the, earth, the hospital was not destroyed. But because of all the help, all the trauma, they would even remove doors from rooms in order to make beds for people. And then, uh, then uh, we had all, all the other humanitarian uh, groups, medical groups that would come and serve the people for free, which is a good thing. People needed help. But they stayed long, and then Haitian doctors could no longer charge people to come for their services. And so doctors were out of, out of work. And then this hospital that was kind of uh, one of the new flagship for, for the Haitian medical center community, um, it would, would not qualify for, for help. And uh, they would help other groups that are nonprofit, but because this was a for-profit hospital, it was not qualified for help. And then to this day, it's still not rebuilt and not operational again. And so uh, our community has lost something because of the goodwill to make to 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 help, and so there's a there's a principle in in uh, in medical work and also in development work that do no harm, and uh, even when you're helping, you have to try to do not do no, do no harm. And so this is one of the issues uh, when out of the goodness of your heart you want to bring anything from from uh, overseas. For example, uh, even on our own. Uh, production level we have rice that is coming uh, from uh, the united states arkansas or from uh, vietnam or from that are being donated but what that means that the farmers the rice farmers in haiti are not competitive because this is dumping and then they cannot uh, uh, compete with that price so uh there is a lot of uh, uh, wisdom that is needed to how to balance relief with national production, creating wealth in the country, and let everybody uh, going and, and, uh, and working. And so this is our, our challenge. We need, we need to, to get to a place where uh, people have jobs wow. that are sustainable and that uh, they are able to create wealth. Of course, you need an environment uh, for that. Uh, and if, especially if you, if you have uh, a good uh, justice system that will protect property rights and uh, and protect uh, the the contracts that uh, people sign, but uh, and I think that's one of the uh, themes of Nehemiah that even in difficult circumstances, if you apply the biblical principles you should be able to uh, continue to exist. So that's what we're hoping that we can teach people uh, that they can uh, learn and, and thrive, uh, whatever the situation. Now, if the environment, uh, economic environment is good, great. But if we have inflation, you have to prepare for that. You have to have your cash and all that so that we may be able to serve as that witness in creating jobs and creating wealth. You, you. I don't know about you guys, but he said a lot there, and it, and and I hope that our audience really understood. And I thought about things like when helping hurts. Right? He mentioned do no harm. Uh, in a sense, 
sometimes the goodwill of people actually destroy local economic incentives so that when we're done helping, we've destroyed the country. That's kind of what you're saying. And so we have to apply biblical sound wisdom and common sense sometimes. I mean, some of this is just common sense. And, and the true principle for enterprise as we try to help. But then you also mentioned something, Pastor. You mentioned that out of $10 that goes in, $8 never makes it. Could you clarify that? Because I'm not sure if our audience understood what you mean. So what does that mean? Because our perception is that everything goes in. Well, um, I mean, you know the story about the American Red Cross. They spent, I don't know, $6 million in Haiti or something like that. They built one house. Wow. Wow. Well, it's probably, I mean, if they explain it, they probably say they, they did more, they did research and all that. But in the end, in, in terms of risk construction, they did not do much. Wow. Um, but just it's, it's just the logic of 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 the humanitarian and business enterprise i mean if uh, usually the country that is providing the funds they would require that you buy items from that country if if it's an american foundation that gives money probably the the vehicles that you have to buy would be american um, american made and so the money goes i mean you buy the vehicles so the uh the vehicle is in haiti maybe uh, but the money goes back to the wow. donor country. So a lot of, of it is is like that. And also there is this tendency that foreigners know better. And so we export I mean, in, or import people to come and work in, uh, in, the, in the country. But that's part of the donor relationship because the donor wants to have somebody that they know uh, on ground that can report to them and all that. So this is part of it, but at the same time, uh, this is the logic of, of how it is happening. Uh, there is a sense where this is normal, but there is also a sense where there is too much of it. And so right. some groups some groups are doing a good job. Uh, I'm on the board of uh, World Vision and they try to do uh, a good job in the stewardship. Compassion Haiti is another group that is trying to do a very good job in, with the sponsorship money that they get. Uh, but uh, I've heard stories of other uh, NGOs who have wasted uh, their, their income. Now, do you groups like, let's say World Vision Compassion, do you feel like these groups, there's groups like that that actually listen to local Haitian like yourself who advise them to bring this kind of sound wisdom to the table on how to how, how, how to do no harm? Yes, they're, the, the good groups, they are concerned about this and uh, how to how to better uh, do their this, this work. So uh, yes, um, but that's one thing to to want to do it better and that's another thing to have the all the tools and the resources and the assets to be doing it um but one way of doing it uh uh is is through promoting um businesses local businesses uh to buy local to uh to buy from entrepreneurs but also, when they want to buy from the locals, also they need to find the locals to buy from. Mm. And so you need the entrepreneurs who've been through training and they know how to market 
their their products they didn't know how to maintain their books so that they can be the kind of uh, providers and vendors that the big one the big companies can do business with wow. and so uh, it's it's uh it's a catch 22 in a sense but uh i think with nehemiah coming in if we can uh be that uh, arm that will equip entrepreneurs to uh get better on their development uh i like the the skills that you have in nehemiah like you start from startup and you go through sustainability and then uh uh, even to uh, profitability and to succession. So this is a good model to uh, have people go through so that uh, they are improving themselves. And then when the leader improves themselves, gets better, everybody wins. I love it. You know, Deborah Wendy, as I'm hearing this, I mean, you, you got to take it on. This is a a reform a reformer's job. I mean, this is more than just training entrepreneurs because after Pastor Jen is training entrepreneur, he has to challenge the status quo. He has to bring a whole new worldview. Create so, in a sense, Nehemiah is being challenged to do no harm and to apply new process and how these things are done. So, let me start with you, Deborah. As you hear all that as director of training and coaching, as one who is champion what's happening in Haiti. So, what, what, what are you thinking? What is your sense as to what has to be done differently here in terms of Nehemiah's approach to make sure that we do no harm? Well, Patrice, this is a, a topic that I looked at before. Um, I think my education in this area started with Haiti, my, my um, first trip there and learning about the um, the harm that that good people can do. They don't start out to do that. They don't realize what they're doing. But I think back to this video that we watched early on called Poverty Inc. that really highlighted the issues not only in um, Af or in Haiti but also in Africa as well, and the the big business that this turned into. But it's also about you know, the um, children in Sunday schools, right, across America that want to do something, their hearts are full, you know, they want to um, be able to help uh, other children. And so we've got to learn, I think, um, from our standpoint, is how do we learn to ask the right questions so that we provide the right, um, the right support and aid? Um, at one point, uh, there was a, a devastating hurricane in, in in Haiti. And I remember Monique uh, asked Monique, what can we do to help? And she said, help us to buy local so that we can bring in aid, um, buy from locals and take it to locals. Let us be a solution. And so rather than, as Pastor Jean-T said, you know, the, the parents that we have to, you know, hop in and, and help people, how do we help them to help each other? They know the problem. They are the best ones in many cases to know what that solution might be. How do we give the right kind of support and, and help that allows them to go and discover and, and um, create the, the solutions that are needed there? How do we learn from the Haitians about what to do or from those in Africa or any other country that, that we have a heart for? So I think it's a, 
I, I think part of this mindset is our, our challenge for us is changing our mindset um, in how we do it, how we perform aid, and how do we create leaders on the ground that can lead it while they're there so that we are getting the best um, uh, use of our money. What is the strategy? What are the tactics that we need to do? And part of that, I believe, is, is advanced preparation, advanced planning. What happens if, this, if, if we have another hurricane, if there's another, uh, another devastating earthquake? What do we do as an organization to come alongside and help? There's a difference between immediate disaster aid and then and long-term support. And I believe biblical entrepreneurship has a, a, a big part to play in that because now we look at our, our roles and responsibilities and how can we support it? We have a number of people, many generous donors who have a heart for Haiti and want to help us to grow entrepreneurship there. And so I think we've got to be very strategic in our planning and that we have to be very, um, thinking, uh, very um, deliberate as we think about infusing entrepreneurs with cash to grow. How do we come alongside and coach and mentor them? And do we have the right people who have insight into their economy, into their culture that can help us to do it in a way that's sustainable? It's a big pro. It's a it's a big big challenge, but I don't think that it's impossible, and I think we can lead the way that other organizations can look at. I love it, Wendy. A great big challenge. Why do you think that your solution could could work in this in this instance? Well, I think you know uh, just just as what Pastor and Deborah has said, it is empowering. The Haitian people, and 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 raising up those leaders amongst them, you know, I I do not believe in giving a handout. I believe in giving a hand up, and I think that that's this entire story. We'll give a hand up, and I I remember um, that time, and I remember when Tammy was going back, and I remember her saying, "Just give me money so that I can they can buy local." We don't need clothes. We don't need water. What we need is to empower them to buy local so we don't bankrupt and shut down the local grocery store because they can't sell their stuff because they're getting it free. And so, again, not giving it, but teaching so that we then teach the next generation and the next generation because it's not going to happen overnight. And it's not going to happen with one generation. But Pastor Shanti right now is already looking at training about 300 young people, young biblical entrepreneurs. So he's already looking at the next generation because that's where we have to continue to move. We can't just change one person's mind. We do have to change um, how we do things. And Nehemiah Project, and this is one of the things I've loved about Nehemiah Project when I came on board, is that we don't give the handout. You know, we do give scholarship, but never 100% scholarship because of the do no harm. There, there's a value to, to what's happening 
for them to have worked for it as well. So I, I do think that um, being able to change that mindset, I do think that being able to, to help entrepreneurs there on the ground, that's going to be the difference. Because if, if, if we raise up those leaders, they're going to know what they need locally. And they'll speak out and say that this is what we need locally. And they might begin to impact, as he said, the court systems. And as we raise them up and show them how to do business God's way, I believe that, that those are the things that are going to happen. But here's the other part of it. You know, God is in control of this. And he has called Nehemiah to Haiti repeatedly. He's called us there again and again. And, and I believe it so that we can see each of these steps to know what it is we need to move forward with. We need a leader. We need a center. We need to begin living by example. And I think that that's what we're going to be doing. But again, it's in God's timing. And I believe he's been preparing Nehemiah to come in at this, at this time as well. Wow, that's incredible. So Pastor John, you tell us what's coming up. So by, this, by December 31st of this year, what do you have, have planned? What can we expect? Talk to us a bit about your game plan for the next several months. Well, uh, we are working on uh, creating a, uh, a shared office where uh, people can uh, can come and uh, have access to electricity, internet, security, uh, uh, a peaceful place to come and work, uh, and so. Uh, we have at least two people already signing up uh, wow. for that space. And, uh, and so uh, we are hoping that uh, we can do that. We have an interior designer who is uh, looking at the, at the space to make it something that is international standard for us. Uh, and uh, so when, when Patrice and Deborah comes, and Wendy also, you're welcome, uh, you, uh, hopefully... Uh, in two months in July, uh, on June 23rd, when we're doing our hard lunch, that uh, this is going to be uh, a very beautiful place. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we are challenged for parking, but uh, something is coming up. So I hope uh, that uh, we can uh, uh, work something through for, for us, for the center. Uh, and then uh, we will have uh, training. Uh, one of the uh, I guess stronghold is is to have uh, certified trainers, and uh, uh, the the Nehemiah has agreed that we will be uh, having uh, a course for uh, for the, uh, for trainers in Haiti uh, from Haiti. So we have a list of at least six people who are interested in taking the course, uh, and so uh, we will have trainers to be able to offer uh, the course in Haiti. Uh, and then uh, we want to, to register. Uh, we'll be offering free seminars. Actually, tomorrow I uh, will be speaking, uh, well, this weekend, tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, tomorrow I'll be interviewing one of the top uh, entrepreneurs in this country uh, and uh, about his story to business, to success. And the, the next day I will be speaking to a group of, uh, of people uh, who have come to the seminar on entrepreneurship. So uh, it's, uh, 
it's a great opportunity and the date is, is good. So Mila is the name of the group uh, and uh, was led by uh, one of, uh, by Fred Nell, who is a member of our church. And uh, he is one of the people uh, that we are inviting to be uh, trainers. So he's been doing that already. So uh, through his networks, hopefully the name I will also expand. Um, we and then uh, we want to to be we're looking at launching uh, uh, a new new uh, class uh, almost every other month. Maybe uh, we're too ambitious. Uh, uh, I listen to Wendy and do once a quarter, but uh, we'd like to be launching classes uh, every other month so that for one thing we will be sustainable ourselves uh, and be able to continue to provide the service in this country. Um, and uh, then uh, we want also to uh, to reach as many people as we, as we can. Um, of course, one of the issues is that the, the certified course, the biblical entrepreneurship certificate course, it takes uh, a while to complete it. Uh, so we we may need to be doing something that are shorter for people who are anxious to start. Uh, and also, what we we need probably be looking at also is how do we get uh, maybe some seed money for people who have completed maybe a seminar with us and uh, who've been in business already. For example, I'm looking at one of our young people. Uh, he, is, he is an entrepreneur at heart. He finished high school. He wanted to go into law school, but then uh, it was difficult for him. So he got into business. Uh, he started uh, uh, kind of a multi-purpose thing, making copies, selling electronics and all that. Then uh, there was there was trouble in his area of town. Actually, the way I got in contact with him is because he got shot in the leg. Uh, our church helped uh, with him, and then later on, he restarted uh, his business. And then two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, uh, gang fighting, and they burned down the area, and his business was burned down also. Uh, and so uh, those are the people who have uh, entrepreneurship in their blood. Uh, that we need to uh, to get trained, uh, get a kind of a head start, and maybe get some uh, uh, angel money so that they can get on their feet, and then they can go back to that full training to be uh, the kind of uh, train entrepreneurs that we want to uh, to see happen. So uh, this is uh, what uh, we are working on uh as far as uh, where we want to be uh by december 31 of uh this year and eventually uh it's about uh training entrepreneurs who are either starting or expanding their business and we have a, a sustainable number and then to be creating jobs we'd like to see jobs created especially within the church community wow that is incredible so i'm hearing you want to certify some trainer so you have some help, some other folks to work with you. You're going to open your the e-community center there uh, in, in June. And I'm hearing that that e-community center would kind of be like the one in Orlando would have a co-working space and, uh, and facility. That is incredible. And I like the idea of it being international standard. Uh, I love that. And, uh, and, and then, of course, beginning to train entrepreneurs it looks like you also would like to have some capital to be able to provide financing and so forth. This is exciting. Wow. So Deborah, as you hear all this, what goes to your mind? It looks like it's, it's uh, we've gone full circle and we're here and um, 
this looks very promising. What do you think? Oh, Patrice, I, I, we've all said it, I think, today about, you know, being in our prayers. And, um, you know, Haiti, Haiti has a special place for me and the people there. We've done a lot of work. I think we've made, um, you know, we've learned some lessons. Some of them were harder than others, but we've learned them. Uh, and I believe that we're poised now with infrastructure and with processes um, support that can really make a, a big difference. And I couldn't, I just, I know it doesn't sound like it, but I don't want to get too emotional. I think that it's exciting to see what happens. And I, I, I'm praising God um, every day for this, as when he said, we keep being called back for this next opportunity that we have to um, do things better and help this and help the Haitians to um, build kingdom businesses that provide a hope and a plan uh, uh, for their future. And I believe God has his hand on them. And that's why we keep coming back and we don't give up because like you say, Patrice, don't ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever give up. Amen. And we're not, and we're not giving up in Haiti. Amen. We might when get you... slowed down a bit, but we're not giving up. We're going to keep moving ahead. I Thank love you, it. Pastor Shanti. Yes, Wendy, as regional director, what does success look like for you as you look at all this? And how can those watching listen? Well, Patrice, I think for me, success uh, is uh, making sure that Pastor Shanti has the resources to do what he is setting out to do. Um, making sure that he has the trainers that he needs, the coaches that he needs. You know, we've, we've already reached out to Deborah and asked her to do a special trainer certification so we can make sure we don't have to wait. We can, we can get it moving. Um, my next call will be for a coach certification and so that we can, again, get some coaches um, that can continue to work with the, the entrepreneurs. And also to be able to build that um, the, the scholarship and the capital fund so that we can do those micro loans, so that we can give those opportunities and, and not pay for everything, but give those opportunities. And so those who are watching this, that's where you can help us. Help us make sure that when those students are going through that training, we are able to give them that seed money. We are able to provide coaches, qualified, certified coaches that can continue to uh, mentor and nurture and guide them. Um, and, and that takes some resources, but I believe that's where we can come together to help Pastor Jonti so that he does have the ability to do that. And what I love is that he immediately starts to say, okay, how can I provide jobs, build jobs in my church and in my community from the center? He's, he's, he's walking his talk. He's starting by how do I build jo jobs right here so that he's that example. So I want to make sure that he has the resources that he needs, that he has the, the support, um, whether it's financial or whether it is um, support from headquarters, from our team, um, you know, bringing in other trainers and coaches who can continue to serve even online um, uh, and step in. So that's how you can help is, is uh, 
go to our website, uh, go to the donate. We have a, a page that you can specifically donate towards Haiti and help us build that fund so that when that first class starts, we have resources that we can um, empower them to create jobs. We've got 100,000 jobs to create, Patrice, in 10 years. We might see Pastor Jonti creating all 10,000. I don't, 100,000. I don't know. He could probably <laughs> do it, I think. That is incredible. Pastor Jonti, for those who are watching and listening, how can they help? Well, one is to uh, uh, encourage, pray for this, uh, and, and encourage, like, word of mouth, uh, tell people that they know in Haiti uh, that there is this uh, opportunity for training uh, if they want to provide scholarship, like Wendy was saying, so that people, deserving people, can come and, uh, and take this opportunity to, uh, uh, to learn uh, and... Uh, and also, uh, we will need uh, coaches, especially people who can speak Creole or French, uh, that uh, can come alongside uh, people and, uh, and learn about uh, what they're doing. Uh, and also, eventually, investors who want to uh, try something in Haiti, and they, they'll come and they find somebody that that understand the business and that can work with them. And there's that level of uh, community already established that, yeah, we know what you're talking about. And we don't have, we don't have the, the fresh money, but we have the sweat equity and we have uh, uh, the, uh, the drive to be able to, to succeed uh, in, in life. So uh, in the end, uh, what we'd like to, to see is people who have been successful in business in their own communities, let's try to replicate this in Haiti, uh, start uh, new businesses, uh, start branches of expand uh, their own businesses here, or find a partner through Nehemiah, and uh, let's do uh, something. Uh, one of... Uh, the thing also for, for churches, I'd like to see churches establish uh, business uh, communities in the churches so that uh, they can uh, uh, they can be inspired and learn uh, what it is to be uh, a Christian business person. Uh, and as, as they, those groups are going and growing as, as in a, an organic way, then this is a new culture and there's, uh, there's nothing you can do about it because this is going to be our new, our new culture. I love it. Well, Pastor Gentile, I look forward uh, to being with you guys in June in Haiti for the launch. By the way, are you going to have a training room in the, in the e-commerce center when you launch? Um, yes, uh, actually, uh, we will be according, I mean, depending on how much funding we get uh, as we're starting, um, we, we have different phases of, of, of the project, but uh, we've always already identified a place that is going to be a state-of-the-art uh, training center uh, because uh, what we will be offering is that, uh, and I haven't said that before, but uh, we have a group of, uh, of Haitians in in Latin America, in Chile, especially even in Argentina, who are ready to start a, a court with us. Uh, wow. Because we want to offer leadership courses also to our own Barnabas Center and wow. 
uh, uh, biblical uh, training courses, but and then you have the entrepreneurship course also. That is incredible. So I can see kind of where you can come. You can either go through leadership with the Bomber Center or entrepreneurship e-community, and they're kind of working together. And I say that because you know we have these uh, smart smart screens that we want to make sure we put in the right centers. I'm um, thinking, should we be holding one hope for the for the Haiti Center? Yes. Yes. That is a yes. Well, you have a thing. Here's what Daniel uh, Danielle Saint Lot says. Congratulations, Pastor Genty and friends of Haiti. It is a great initiative. It is important to develop and reinforce entrepreneur, entrepreneur and managerial capacities of our youth guided by biblical values. Do you know uh, Miss uh, Daniel Saint Lot uh, by any chance? Yes, Mrs. Senlo, uh, thank you very much uh, for this uh, uh, word of affirmation. Uh, she has been very involved in, in uh, business. Uh, she was in the government within the Ministry of Commerce, so uh, she knows what she's talking about. She's been helping uh, uh, women especially, uh, and now she has a, a new vision for uh, helping young people in, in entrepreneurship. So. That's uh, thank you very much for for coming and uh, and taking part of this. That is incredible. Well, before we leave, thank you so much, guys, for watching, listening. Don't you leave yet? Because I'm going to have Pastor Jen to give us a word of encouragement. Whenever we close our podcast, before I pray, we always have a guest share word of encouragement. Before he does, however. I do want to do a little commercial. If you want to know more about Pastor Genty, uh, let's see. He has the, the his website. Let me give you the website for the Barnabas. Uh, Christian Leadership Center is BarnabasSCLC.org, BarnabasSLC.org. There you can learn about him and his wife and their, what they're doing there. Of course, you want to know about the Nehemiah Project E-Community Center. You can go to Nehemiah Project, NehemiahEcommunityCenter.org.com, NehemiahEcommunityCenter.com. So, so those are the websites for you. And of course, uh, you can connect with Pastor Gentry and Make sure you plug in to uh, his church with the Barnabas uh, Center, or of course, uh, be part of this launch of the e-community um, center in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Now, if you're an entrepreneur and you're watching and you're saying, wow, how can I plug in? Well, I'm glad you asked. If you want us to help you grow your business, if you want to partner with us like Pastor Genty and launch the program in another country, another community, uh, you say, I want to be part of this thing. I want to help create these jobs, either through my business or as a trainer or coach. Visit us on our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. Then you learn about training program, biblical entrepreneurship, server love, identity destiny, and so forth. Our coaching program, whether it's diamond coaching, whether it's uh, business success or group coaching, whether it's elite coaching, or we can come alongside you and help you grow your business or access the capital connect you with an investor or us doing direct investing to your business. Or you can learn how to become a member of the Nehemiah entrepreneurship community. Guess what? Membership does have its privileges. You can connect with entrepreneurs from not only from Haiti, but from North America, US, Canada, from Asia, from Latin America, from Europe or from Africa, because we are working together to transform the world. And we want you to be a part. Uh, Miss Danielson, we look forward to seeing how God will use uh, your efforts in Haiti as well, and of course, with Pastor Genty. Pastor Genty, here's the reality. Uh, 2020 was a tough year for many entrepreneurs and folks around the world, many leaders. 
um, not all survived. 2021, we've seen some adjustment that people are still going through. As you talk to leaders and entrepreneurs out there and they're wondering whether or not this year will be, whether they'll make it this year. What, what would you to encourage them to press on? One of the secret of the Christian life is that the Lord doesn't promise that we'll have everything is going to be rosy. The Lord doesn't promise that we will not have trials, but he does promise that he will be with us until the end. And so that's uh, one encouragement that every morning that you get up to do your work, I mean, the Lord is going to be with us. Now, uh, another way that we, we see this also is the way that even though we are not uh, seeing it directly and we have all our issues, we have to remember that um, the Lord has created this wonderful world that works best when we are in alignment with his will. Uh, the God that we serve is a, is a personal God, and he establishes that things should work in relationships. And when we get to know people, when we get to be in, relation, in proper relationship with ourselves and with the Lord, things work better. In fact, this is one thing that we learn in Nehemiah, that relationships is the basis for all the good things that can happen. We are looking for growth, and also this is part of the DNA that God has put into the world, that things should grow, that uh, fruit trees should be fruitful. And, and then uh, if we apply the knowledge that is there, that he has put in, uh, in the world that Nehemiah is bringing to us to the training, then we can grow. But another part that I, I, and I insist on it with uh, some of my colleagues also is that the God that we serve is not only uh, a God of love, but also he's a God of justice that has put of values and principles in the world. And as we align with them, then we prosper. I remember uh, asking one of the successful business people in Haiti about uh, how can you be a successful business person? And he says, applying the uh, golden rule that God has put in the Bible. And that was his simple answer to a complex question. Of course, the, the situation in Haiti is not simple. I mean, uh, just one person uh, is not going to come and solve all our issues. There is no Messiah uh, on, this, on this earth that is going to solve all our issues. However, we can learn and uh, we can apply and then we can be in, uh, build communities so that we can succeed, uh, be successful together. So I'm uh, encouraging people to uh, value relationships, we're encouraging people to live uh, uh, a life that is according to principles, biblical principles especially, and then use all our uh, brand power to grow the businesses that we have. Now, if the business environment is good, probably we'll do better. But even if it's not good, uh, we'll be in the better position so that when it opens up, we'll be there and be able to encourage others. So my hope is that we can be part of the solution to create jobs in this country and through that to create more wealth for all of us. 
I love it. I love what Pastor Genty said that when you apply all the principles, that even if the business environment is not good, you may not grow as much as you would like, but you will sustain nonetheless, right? It's a win 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 proposition. Pastor Genty, thank you so much. Deborah, thank you so much. Wendy, congratulations to you both and Pastor Genty. Thank you so much. Looking forward to bringing you guys back here when we are ready to go to Haiti and even after we come back from Haiti to let the people know how it did. Is that okay with you guys? Can't wait. <laughs> Let's do it. Let me pray for you Thank you. Before you go on, thank you very much, Patrice, for uh, hosting this and inviting me to be there. Thank you, Deborah, and thank you, Wendy. Uh, it's been a good experience getting to know all you and the community that you represent. Uh, there is a lot of love. There is a lot of caring. Uh, and also, there is a lot of knowledge uh, among you. So we, we hope that all of this can be used to uh, make uh, this uh, Haiti experiment a good, very good one. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, let me pray for you. I want our listeners and, and viewers. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are under your care in the way that he's the neighbor pastor Genty to do from the uh, Barnabas leadership to church now to the community center, even as a missionary and to steward them in such a way that one day you can hear those wonderful words. Well done good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things, and guess what? He'll now make you rule over much. God bless you. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.